Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into a very special edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. Uh, we are joined by a very special guest. we got Kevin Ginkle in the house. Of course, I am your mayor, PHNX, occasionally known as Derek Montia. And you know Jesse. He's your Thunderstick and your vice mayor. Uh, Kevin, thank you so much for being here, man. It's been uh, incredible to watch what you guys did in the postseason. And I imagine it was a whole lot of fun for you guys uh, being in the World Series there, what, one month ago? Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like it's yesterday a little bit. Um, <laughs> starting to like come down now and uh, and just appreciate the, the ride we went on. Um, yeah, yeah I, I've got nothing but, uh, you know, good, good feelings about just like how this team played this year. And um, you know, hopefully we can run it back again. Did was there a point during the postseason run where it just felt surreal that this was happening to you guys, or did you just kind of feel like we're locked in right now and this is this is us at our best? Um, to be honest, I, I thought we were very confident. Um, I think going into Mi- the Milwaukee series really kind of set the tone where um, we just wanted to come out and play our 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 best brand of baseball and. Um, like Corbin had a really good series, all like all the guys in our lineup played really well. Um, and then obviously the pitching did its part too. But um, I think that really kind of set the tone and gave us some confidence going into, you know, the next series. And honestly, no one really expected us to beat Milwaukee. And then I think with like LA coming up too, that was, I think we kind of punched them in the mouth first game and, yeah. and, and it, it really kind of changed I guess the narrative, I guess, of that series. Yeah. To what to what extent do you guys feel like you you fed off some of the doubts that were in the media or just sort of floating around on social media or whatnot? That seemed to be kind of a big narrative throughout yeah. the entire thing. Um, I think, you know, we kind of accepted like our role where it was like, yeah, we're the underdog, right? Like a lot of these teams have just bigger payrolls than us mm-hmm. and sure. um, and everything. But I thought as a team, like we really gelled together um it was different than like other teams i've been on where we had veteran leadership but we also had like young players that were contributing and um obviously the pitching did its part too but i think for the most part like everybody enjoyed coming to the park and like going to work and um it it was a really good mix of guys and um i think that's that kind of helped carry us you know through the postseason where you know, no disrespect to other teams, but like those teams have bigger payrolls, right? Like they're gonna, sure. um, you know, they got you know Corey Seager, you got Mookie Betts, like there's different sure. players like that, and so 
I think for us, like we accepted our role and like everybody was gelling together from, you know, just from my opinion, um, could have been different, but, um, I really did think that everybody, uh, enjoyed coming to the park and, and, and getting to work. Tori seemed to be such a huge part of that, obviously, like just, you know, we know, we know how he is with you guys. We know how much, uh, you know, whenever we talk to anybody, everybody has glowing things to say about Tori, but mm -hmm. like, we saw watching, that we saw the clubhouse speech. We saw the clubhouse yeah. speech. We got it on yeah. the shirt right oh, here. Sure. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, that, that definitely seemed different than what, and it's not to say other teams weren't, you know, maybe privately doing that, or maybe some of those celebrations or speeches weren't going on, but it's just like Tori felt like, uh, not only was he such a motivator with, with that kind of talk, but also, like Jesse said, with using some of the, you know, the mm -hmm. mad dog Russo stuff, using some of that stuff out there is just kind <laughs> yeah. of fun motivation for you guys. Yeah, I, I think when we clinched the postseason, um, he did this whole speech and, <laughs> you know, it's on T-shirts now, I think, where yeah. it's like, let's effing party. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, whoa, like we didn't really see that side of him before. Um, and so it was really cool. And I think each time we moved on, um, you know, he, t I, I feel like he probably developed some confidence too, just with this team. And yeah. like, obviously with ourselves, like we're trying to go out and do our job, but, um, it was, it was cool to see his, that personality, I guess, pop out a yeah. little bit too. And, um, it's been a long time coming, you know, it's been a few years since this organization's, you know, been in the postseason. Yeah. So yeah. we've got to talk about what you were able to do for this team during, during the postseason. uh, 11 and two thirds innings, eight hits, no runs, five walks, five strike or 15 strikeouts, excuse me, zero runs throughout the entire. <laughs> yeah. How? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, you know, there's been, there were a few times I think throughout that postseason where it could have gotten, you know, a little hairy, but sure. Um, for the most part, I just tried to control my emotions and, and not, you know, get too far deep and just really just stay focused and locked in pitch to pitch. And, um, I know, I think just with like my stuff, um, I can get a lot of guys out. And so, um, I, I just felt like I was clicking at the right time, you know, pitch to pitch. I was locating as best as I ever have really throughout my career. And, um, you know, I was getting some good swings and misses, you know, we contact and, um, you know, I just felt like whoever was up there, I just felt confident enough to, to get him out. And, um, yeah, it was, a, a, for me personally, a very memorable uh, postseason. Well, and you also, uh, released a lot of those emotions after you'd get out of the <laughs> inning, right? We saw sure. some of those that's, emotions. That's some least. of our favorite stuff. And I'm, yeah. I'm sure a lot of fans would agree, but like, for yeah, sure. like, I mean, you, yeah. you didn't seem to ever have a problem, like showing how, how excited you were in the moment. And yeah, that, that fired us up. I, I ran like yeah. if Saul tells you that there's property damage that you owe around here, do not believe him. It was me. I'm the one that ran through the walls. It yeah. might have been because of you, but I, I ran through the walls. But yeah, like it, it got Fine. people fired up. Yeah, it's I think like with my role, um, you know, I'm, I'm out there for an inning or so. And, you know, for me, it feels good to go out and, you know, when I'm in the in the moment, I'm really trying to focus and, and do my job as best I can. And then. Um, yeah, like there are just times, like, even if I had like bases loaded and I'd, I'd get out of a jam, I'm like, that's huge. It's yeah. like, that's huge for our team. And I think sometimes, you know, doing it in the right spots, I guess for me, um, helps, but, uh, yeah, I think showing that passion, showing that fire, um, you know, Paulie does it too. Like there's yeah. a lot of oh, guys yeah. on our, in our yeah. bullpen that show it. And I think, you know, you, you see the results I think come with it too. So, yeah. yeah.
What does it feel like to strike out the side in the eighth inning in game seven of the NL? There were obviously a lot of yeah. incredible moments for you throughout the run, but that moment in particular just stands out for me more than anything else. Yeah, um, that was special. Uh, you know, I think for me, it was just a, a very cool moment. Um, you know, cause I, I think any big leaguer or any ball player wants to be in that role, right? Like yeah. they want to yeah. have the ball and, you know, in a, in a tight game and, um, I just kind of accepted it and was like, you know, I, I, I control what happens here if, if possible. And if I execute my pitches, um, you know, I'm going to make them look silly cause they were, they were behind. It was game seven. I, f- I feel like they had pressure on them. Yeah. And they're a really good club too. And it just felt like, you know, any kind of wiggle room you gave them, like they were going to jump on it. So, um, they, uh, they did a really, I mean, it was just a tough series in general, but, um, like they, you know, I just tried to focus, make a pitch to pitch. Um, I'll say this, the bone, the bone at bat was, I kind of, I felt like set the tone where he slammed his bat and I was like, yeah, I got him right where I want. I think he, I, think <laughs> I got him right where it. I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just kind of, it, it developed some confidence with yeah, me. So yeah. it was and, cool. And that confidence, it seemed to grow on you guys. I mean, I know like your season, uh, you, you guys had a lot of ups and downs, right? You guys mm-hmm. had your struggles in July and, and part of August there, but like, yeah. it, it really felt like, you guys kind of came together because of all of those ups and downs throughout the season. Yeah. Uh, but that that run in the playoffs, it, it felt very much like, you know, like, again, that that first game against Milwaukee, that wild card game. I think that was the game where you mm-hmm. uh, came in uh, in the seventh up four to three and tossed two scoreless. Like that game seemed to like just completely change people's perception of what this team could do in the postseason. hundred percent. And like. I think just the way we played baseball too, I felt like we, like we'll talk in the bullpen about, you know, the game and like, just like the little stuff that no one really else sees. And I just felt like we played really good defense. We, we run the bases really well. Yeah. Um, it's this new style or old school, I guess, style of baseball that I don't think a lot of fans are used to. And we're just, we're not on like that national stage right. really. So I think for the first time people are really starting to see how we played. And um, it puts pressure on teams, right? Like, you know, if we're able to run the bases really well, um, it puts pressure on the catcher, you know, to throw guys out. And, um, you know, moving up 90 feet, you know, gets you, you know, closer to scoring. So it's like just those little things I felt like we really did a good job. And, um, you know, credit to our coaching staff and, you know, everybody just kind of buying into that. Yeah. What's it like pitching in Philadelphia in front of that? I know. Yeah. I feel like we talked about it too much at the time, honestly. Yeah. I think it was entirely overblown. Yeah. But yeah. I still have to ask, like, when you're warming up, like, are you hearing uh, some pretty crazy things that sure. you were sort it's of led to task. believe? Yeah, it seems yeah it's, it's, uh, it's a different animal over there. It is. Um, yeah. A lot of guys see it and play in it, um, and it's different. Um, you know, when they're when you're not playing well, I mean, you just, you, you kind of see it, I guess, on social media or whatever, like their fan base, right? I, they're just super passionate fans. Yeah. And I think for us coming into that series, we just kind of accepted that, you know, they were going to be honest, like, but it's a good thing that they're honest because sure. uh, we're really good too. And so um, I think just trying to take the crowd out of it as much as possible was hu- was huge. Those first two games... Uh, they kind of, they, they punched us in the mouth a little bit, but I felt like when we came back here, the way we responded was really yeah. well, we slowed down their lineup a little bit and we kind of got them on their toes. So, 
Um, but yeah, they're they're fans. I mean, I'll, I'll sit in the bullpen. They're <laughs> they just don't care. I was gonna say you hear they a lot don't. of it out there, right? They like, don't. <laughs> yeah, like they 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 let you know. Um, I mean, they're kind of towering over you. Like oh, hundred percent. That bullpen is very clearly put in that I'll, spot uh, for a reason. I'll, I'll tell you a story. There was a. Uh, I'm I'm warming up and or I wasn't warming up. I was like stretching in the bullpen. It's like earlier in the game. And some fan thought I was a pitcher on our, in our bullpen and they kept saying the guy's name, but I'm like the only person, you know, around. Yeah. And, you know, I tell the guy, I'm like, yo, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm Kevin Ginkle. And the guy's like, oh, you know, like starts talking and uh, says some stuff or whatever. And I just kind of like, Try to ignore him, and then I blew him. I turned around, and I blew him a kiss, <laughs> and so wow. I, you know, I, uh, I'm like, you got to be smart, you know, picking and choosing your spots. Yeah. But uh, I kind of, I kind of like that. Yeah. It's, it's fun, you know. It's like, you know, they're. They're uh, they're just passionate fans, yeah. like I said. Well, so. and and I've heard that they yell some crazy things. Like, not only is it obscenities, but they'll also like attack you for your whip in July or something like yeah, that. They like, yeah, they go deep. They go deep. You know, like uh, just like <laughs> I didn't hear too much about like family stuff, but and that's a good thing. But uh, yeah, mostly suspected that. Yeah, you all ready for it. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they're doing research about oh, my family right no now. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. And like you know they. <laughs> I think they they've got like you know social media accounts where it's like they they try and grab stuff from whatever you know interview you're saying and sure. throw it in the fire and just you know see if you know the fan base gets ra- ra- fired up. So yeah, it's 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 crazy. Now we know baseball is a business, but I want to say one moment that got us pretty upset uh, was uh, on on June 11th you tossed two scoreless innings during the regular season. Uh, on a, on a for a win uh, in Detroit, and then on June twelfth, you got sent down. Yeah. Uh, that must have been a little hard to deal with, considering sure. you were not performing like in a way that we would typically think a pitcher would when you had when like getting two point seven seven ERA yeah. at the time. I think, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's part of the business. Um, you know, it, it was hard for sure. I thought just you know for how long I'd been here, um, you know, I thought like. You know, they're going to give me an opportunity, but, you know, I, I get it. Like, there's no disrespect to all our pitchers on our team. I, I, I like all of our guys yeah. and it, sure. it's a job at the end of the day. And, um, you know, I, I, I thought, you know, a lot of things could have happened. Right. I mean, I could have been sent down um, and, you know, complained about it, but I just felt like just go down there, reset, um, you know, focus on when I need to pitch. It's a little different. Um uh, you know, mindset, I guess, uh, going down there, you know, when you're going to pitch and it's a little different, but, uh, yeah, I just tried to not get distracted by that. And when I did get an opportunity to come back up, I'm like, all right, I really got to, um, just go out, do my job, focus as best I can and, uh, let everything kind of take care of itself. You wound up back in the major just a couple weeks later. I remember yeah. uh, you and I talked toward the end of the season about your conversation with Tori when when you first came back. What what do you remember from from kind of that in, initial interaction when you were back with the major league? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to get into too deep of details, but sure. um, for the most part, uh, you know, I we there are some things we discussed when I went down that he wanted me to work on, and um, I felt like I did that. And you know, when I saw him. You know, he was appreciative and was like, hey, we, we saw great job. You know, let's let's get to work. And, um, you know, I think that was kind of in the past, I guess. And, um, you know, I knew just kind of moving forward that 
Um, you know, it was just going to be, you know, uh, however I was going to pitch, like I was ready for, I was ready for the opportunity. So, and you had a tremendous season, uh, Mm -hmm. and, and even coming back up, you had a tremendous season. I know that there was, uh, that point, um, where you got back to back saves on the road against the Braves, which seemed like a huge moment, um, not only for you, but kind of for the team. Yeah. Um, that was a fun series too. I, they were, they were best team in baseball at the time. And, um, I just felt like, you know, going into that park with that lineup, Acuna was playing really well. Um, I, I just thought he, like, he, he kind of sets the tone for that lineup. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'll, I'll, you know, I had a little scuffle with him, which, which <laughs> I don't know if you guys last, but uh, it was, uh, it, that was kind of a funny moment. But um, yeah, I just felt like uh, that was, that was a playoff type series, you know, playing yeah. against one of those teams and, um, yeah, we, it, it was fun. That was, yeah. uh, I enjoyed that. Series. Yeah. That did seem like a big time. Like, this is not how this works moment from you, or yeah. you just kind of had to like, yeah, do what I, you had to do in the situation. I, you know, my, I, you know, I've talked to some people about it. Um, I, I just thought that he was going to steal home on me. Yeah. And, you know, I can talk about this now since it's over with, but yeah, I thought he was going to steal home and no one was really covering third base. And I know we had a 5-2 game. I just felt like him, you know, wanting to steal home. I didn't, I just didn't want to get posterized. Yeah. I'm like, I don't yeah. want this guy to yeah. like, yeah. you know, <laughs> steal home because he can do that. Right. And so I saw him, he was, you know, halfway down the line and I saw him, I just kind of like walking back to the bag and, yeah. you know, no words were said really. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, I was just kind of letting him know. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm acknowledging you. You're yeah. really good. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to, you know. I know what you're going to do me. here. You're I like, want yeah, you to know like, that don't I know what do you're doing. <laughs> so it I know you're MVP, but like, don't. So it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. like he was acting as just like an irritant and you just wanted to sort of like make a statement, like to, you know, kind of get yeah. back over to third base. Like you legitimately thought that there was a threat of him stealing home, in which case it probably made sense to make sure. For sure. Chase him I, back I to think, the base. you know, I, I can remember it was like we had two outs. It was a three run lead and um, I was throwing back to back games and, I just felt like, you know, hey, like we kind of have to like stand up. Yeah. I, you know, whether it's me, if I'm right or wrong, whatever, I just felt like we can't be afraid. And, um, you know, we won the game and, yeah. you know, it, it was a good game. And um, I just felt like, look, I, I don't want the best player in baseball or one of the best players in baseball to, <laughs> you know, just take off from me when I'm not looking yeah. at any scores. And then, yeah. sure. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. No, so. plus, I mean, honestly, it's still the Braves, right? And it's like any kind of momentum that swings their way. Yeah. That's a team that can all of a sudden, you know, no doubt. things really can good, go, really turn good on you, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, well, and a part of, you know, of course, kind of things, uh, obviously, there were some additions to the bullpen late in the season. Ryan Thompson came on. Andrew Saulfrank came up. Both of those guys were excellent. Paul Sewald uh, in the trade with Seattle became yeah. uh, just your guys' closer. And, and it seemed like once that happened, everything kind of fit into place. I know in talking to Joe Mantiply at one time, he said that's how he felt. Is that like once once Seawald came over, did you feel like everything kind of locked in or did, did it yeah. take a little while for you guys to kind of figure it out? Um, yeah, I felt like he brings that veteran presence and, uh, you know, he's very expressive in the locker room too. And I thought it was a good guy to bring to our club where he has a little personality and um, like he's, he's a quality pitcher. He's yeah. been in the big leagues now for yeah. a few years. And, yeah. um, you know, we, we started some things that, you know, after we'd win ball games, like he'd get up and, and speak and, 
uh, it was like a player of the game moment. And, um, you know, I, I just thought it, he, he accepted his role and he, he did a great job. And like you said, I think everybody kind of just fell into place yeah. and everybody accepted their role. And, um, you know, different guys stepped up in different times, like Saul Frank pitched really well. Uh, Ryan Thompson did really good. I mean, Joe pitched really well. I, there's so many guys um, that contributed. Even Castro did well. Yeah. So it's like everybody's got a role, you know, accept it, you know, and 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 be as good as you can be. So And that you guys became an absolute asset, one of the strengths for this team, not only there in, yeah. at the end of the season, but, but going into the playoffs, obviously. Mm -hmm. It felt like Torrey really 100% trusted your group uh, you know, and, and that's in cases where he even pulled some of the starters like Brandon fought when he was having an excellent outing just because, you know, trying not to get through that lineup the third time through and, and turn it over to you guys. But it really felt like you guys just became one of the biggest strengths for this team. Yeah. Um, I, I thought like everybody, like, I don't know, MLB network did a, a, a little more like segment about our bullpen mm -hmm. and, I think there's a lot of truth to that where like every, there's different guys throwing from different arm slots and yeah, you're getting different Big looks yeah. and um, like, you know, I throw a little more over the top. Paul throws from, you know, a little lower arm slot yeah. and then like Joe, Ryan Thompson, Saul Frank, like uh, Castro, there's so many guys in the bullpen that kind of do different things. And when, you know, they go out there for their spot, like you can't really sit on anything because you know, maybe the next time up, you know, you're going to get someone else. Yeah, so, yeah. um, I, I just thought like it, it really helped, you know, just the way we pitched like the last month or two of the season and, and then going into the playoffs. Yeah. I felt like we just developed some confidence along the way. Goofiest guy in the, in the bullpen. Oh man. Who, who do we got? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm quirky for sure, but, um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, me and Paulie are pretty, pretty quirky. Honestly, everybody's got, everybody, everybody's got their own little quirks. Uh, Ryan Thompson's pretty, pretty quirky. Uh, but like, yeah, for the most part, like we're bullpen guys. Like we do things a little differently. Like <laughs> you got to be able to like turn on and off really quickly. Sure. Um, yeah. Sometimes like you'll get hot to go in the game and then you get shut down and then you might happen again. So it's tough, but uh yeah, we're all we're all kind of weird in our own ways, I guess. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of trades with Seattle, uh, Eugenio Suarez comes over from Seattle. We've heard he's a great clubhouse guy. They they yeah. they sound very upset to lose him, but that makes us that much more excited uh, yeah. for Gino to come here. But have you talked yeah. with Seawald about about Suarez? I haven't yet. I haven't. Okay. I, I I should reach out to him and see how he's doing. I think um, I saw I saw the trade and. I, I think it will be an asset for sure. I don't know a ton about uh, Eugenio Suarez, yeah. but um, sure. I like from what I've heard, I've heard he's great with the guys in the clubhouse. And um, I think he will bring some veteran uh, leadership to our team. And yeah. um, I, I I think it's a good move. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, um, I know obviously Paul and him played together in Seattle. So that I think that will that will kind of help bridge yeah. the gap. A lot of Mariners fans say they're converting. Right. The yeah, we're fans, turning so into we're, Seattle yeah. Mariners. But we thank you guys for being here, of course, on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe, obviously, if you haven't done so already. Love it if you leave us a like. Make sure to sign up for notifications. There's Gabby telling you to leave us a like. Uh, if you're uh, on the audio podcasting side, make sure to leave us a review. Uh, we always appreciate that. And, of course, subscribe over there as well. Uh, if you, of course,
course, need to stop and fill yourself up, uh, check out Circle K. It's America's Thirst Stop. Fill up your car, fill up yourself. Save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips right now if you join their Inner Circle program for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Of course, they'll also give you all sorts of wonderful freebies through email. You'll save three cents per gallon every day after your first five Phillips, and you'll get uh Free pizza, coffee, and ice cold fountain drinks. So much more. So sign up today for that Inner Circle program. Uh, of course, also, if you have not checked out BetMGM yet, you know it makes sports more fun. Place your first BetMGM sports book wager through the mobile application of at least $10. You will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. All you have to do is download the app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com and sign up with our code of PHNX. Deposit $10 or more into your newly created account and use that $10 or more at a standard odds price. Once you have placed that qualifying bet, you will receive $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Sign up for day, for BetMGM today. Use that bonus code of PHNX and place that first sportsbook wager through the mobile application of at least $10. You will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now here is Shane to talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. <laughs> the voice uh, uh, all right. Well, we also we got a question here in the chat, and it, I'm curious about this too. With the New Jerseys, uh, yeah. which oh, one yes. do you have a favorite yourself? Ooh, I um, I like the grays. Honestly, really it's weird. Yeah, I, I like the gray. It's got like the old D back logo on it. Um, I like those. Um, I think the home whites will be cool too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like teal everything now. Yeah. It's like it's teal. Great. Uh, in pretty much every jersey, but uh, yeah, I yeah the the road ones they just look like the old school look, I yeah, guess, but yeah. it's not. I don't know. So, I'm always yeah. a fan of the road grays. I, myself. Yeah, I like I, the road everybody. Race. I don't know. We we see it. Everybody would want us to wear the purple and stuff again. But oh yeah, you know, I I do I do think these uniforms would be cool. This so. is and one thing we talked about with it is it gives you guys like this generation of diamondbacks players like your own look you know and mm -hmm. that's something that's cool especially with what you guys were able to accomplish yeah. in the world series but uh you obviously have had you know an incredible journey getting to this point um and i know jesse you had questions about that yeah yeah i mean i know we've talked about this a little bit uh mm -hmm. you said didn't have any big scholarship offers or anything out of high school uh you wind up going to southwestern college right yeah. uh there for a couple years you eventually get a d1 opportunity at u of a mm -hmm. uh i mean just an incredible journey to get to the point where you are now i mean not right not that many guys drafted in the 22nd round wind yeah. up you know throwing 11 and two-thirds scoreless innings in a world sure. series run it's it's pretty pretty yeah incredible. i um i've always loved the game i've i've always had a passion for it um and you know i've i've always had you know an arm like i've always been gifted with with an arm and um i just felt like for me you know, just kind of moving up the ranks, right? Like I, I, um, I didn't really pay attention to, you know, what people were talking about me, I guess. Like I, I, I knew I wasn't the first round pick. I knew I wasn't that guy, sure. but, uh, I, I felt like for me, I just carried a chip on my shoulder and, um, 
you know, I, I felt, I feel like that propelled me. I think the more each level I kind of moved up where, you know, pitching at you know, junior college for a couple of years and then going to U of A and, you know, playing in the college world series, getting that opportunity and then getting drafted by, you know, I guess like the local team and yeah, playing in the minors and just kind of getting app- acclimated to pro ball. Um, yeah, I, I never got that big signing bonus, but um, I felt like I had, you know, the support and love for my, my family and my friends. And, um, I was doing something I loved to do. And, um, I just kind of just had to keep believing and keep working and, and not really, uh, get deterred by, you know, what, what else was going on around me. What kind of role did your, your family play just in, in this journey? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, uh, my mom was a huge, uh, piece in this. Like my dad traveled a lot for work and, uh, you know, my mom in little league was like team mom, like head scorekeeper and stuff. And like, she, (laughs) she was pretty involved. Um, and now my dad's around more too. So he's, he's, he follows and keeps track of everything. But, uh, you know, I think it started from like a young age and, um, you know, I, uh, they, my, I think with my family, they've always just supported me. Like they've always supported me in whatever I do. And, um, you know, I've, I've always loved baseball and it's always been in my life. And so they always kind of just embraced it and were like, whatever you want to do, we're, we're good with. So, um, I would not be here without them for sure. The baseball journey seems more difficult than most other sports. And it almost feels like you do have to have that that passion and that love for the game of baseball in order to kind of mm-hmm. stick through some of the ups and downs that it takes. But like you've shown, I mean, this this is this is still the the road that can get you here. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like football. It's not like basketball. Um, yeah. Like you have to go through, uh, you know, the minor leagues. Right. And yeah. just kind of prove yourself. But I think it's. it's for me, it's just a challenge, I guess, right. Where it's like, okay, like how do I showcase myself to get the look, I guess, from, you know, the organization. And, um, you know, I kind of worked up into, you know, I was in like the top 30 prospects when I was, uh, I think in like 2018. So I, uh, you know, I was starting to get on the map a little bit and it took a little while for me to get there, but, um, I just thought that, you know, the journey is, is the, you know, the fun part, I guess, and different, you know, guys you meet along the way and different people you meet in the organization. And then, um, you know, just getting the call up, right. It's, that's every, it's every young guy's dream. So your, your slider is obviously a a huge part of your game and what, what makes you so effective out there. You just Mm -hmm. kind of give us an idea of how that pitch has developed over time and how it got to be what it is today. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's been, a lot of work, um, <laughs> a lot of work. And, you know, hearing from different people uh, just about the pitch, like I, I said, um, you know, when I first got into pro ball, it wasn't really a true slider. Um, it was more like a slur, but like in college, it was mm-hmm. an effective pitch for me. And so I just kind of had to really tinker and like focus and like figure out how do I make this pitch better? Um, because this can be an asset. And, I, I was thrown in, you know, a spring training um, when I was in the minors and I was getting a lot of swings and misses on it. It wasn't as firm or as hard as it is now, but um, I'm like, okay, this could be a really good pitch for me. Yeah. And so I just kind of had to keep going and not really, um, you know, get distracted. Obviously, I, my numbers in the minors, uh, like, were, I had really good numbers in the minors. And so 
I just felt like it, I was gaining confidence with the pitch. And then I think once I got into the big leagues, uh, you can get exposed with a lot of stuff. And um, my first year I had, I had a lot of success and then I kind of went through some struggles and uh, the, the last few years, but I, um, I just felt like I needed to, you know, accept, you know, whatever was going on and just be like, all right, how do I, I need to be better with this pitch in this spot and like facing different guys. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's my weapon for sure. But, uh, <laughs> I think it's, for me, it's just a confidence thing. Next so. thing you know, you're throwing more sliders than fastballs, right? <laughs> right. I, 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 you know, it's one of those things where, um, yeah, I don't want to get too far into like what I'm doing, but sure. uh, sure. oh yeah, yeah, we're not giving anything away. <laughs> we're not giving any secrets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, 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 no. no. Um, but uh, yeah, with 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 that pitch, using it in certain spots and like you know just getting the hitter off balance because um, I, I feel like it's a weapon for me. Yeah. Was there a certain coach like along the along the way at some point who kind of helped you unlock that that pitch? I know you, yeah. you mentioned the transition um, from a slurve to more of a true yeah. slider. So. Um, yeah, I was in, uh, I kind of remember it actually. I was in high A, uh, I was in Visalia and Jeff Baginero, who's now the triple A, one of the triple A pitching coaches, um, was showing me a grip and I was playing with it in the bullpen and, um, I was starting to see, you know, the, the, the shape and the movement kind of take place. And, um, I thought, you know, it kind of developed more as I was pitching and just getting stronger and like, um, seeing how the pitch, you know, develop. But yeah, I, I felt like he was, he was a huge piece. And then like other pitching coaches I've met along the way, um, you know, I've been with this organization now a long time. So, um, yeah, Barry Enright, who, who's, who's now at the angels, but, uh, he's a huge piece. Obviously Brent Strom's well known, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm probably leaving some people off. Doug Drake back. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, there's there's been a lot of coaches that have helped me um, with that pitch and, um, you know, listening and, like, knowing what my strengths and weaknesses are uh, pretty important. So, yeah. You bring up Brent Strom, and we wanted to definitely ask you about him because yeah. he, uh, he, he seems like a legend. He seems like an enigma. He's just a wild guy that at times <laughs> says uh, some of our favorite things in press conferences. Yeah. But what kind of impact <laughs> did he have on you in, just in regards to coaching? And, and what kind of impact does he have on you during, like, a game if he comes out and talks to you on the mound? Yeah. Um, I, I said it um, a while back. I, I just feel like he does – an incredibly good job with having that personal connection with you. Um, and it's different from player to player. Um, you know, I, that's what we, we've heard that he's like, yeah. some people he'll go out and tell a joke to or whatever. Yeah. Like he like, honestly, yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Um, like there, he, it's, <laughs> I don't want to take his magic, but yeah, it's like, just like this, <laughs> he brings a certain kind of energy Sometimes I want to hear it. Sometimes I don't. But, yeah. uh, you know, like there's times where when he talks, he believes what he's saying and he tells you how, you know, hey, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. He I feel like he just brings a calming presence to a lot of things. Yeah. And um, I think that helps guys get back on track whenever it's a mound visit or, you know, if he just wants to. <laughs> you know, shoot the shit and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Did he yeah. ever tell you an especially good joke when you like during a mountain visit uh, or anything? Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Like he, uh, like he'll go over like strategy and stuff with me, but, uh, sure. nothing off the top of my head. I, usually he'll joke with me. Like 
if we're playing catch. You know? Yeah, that um, makes sense. During a game yeah. would be yeah, it it's seems tough. Yeah, yeah, like, seems uh, yeah, maybe other guys are different, but um, yeah, I, when like before the game, like he'll he'll throw some stuff at me, but sure, uh, sure. yeah, no. <laughs> it's good though. All right, well, we uh, appreciate you guys again for being here, diehards. We always appreciate you and thank you. Of course, if you're not a diehard yet, make sure to grab that diehard membership today. Get yourself a free T-shirt from the phnxlocker.com, like this beauty I'm wearing right now. Of course, you also get access to Jesse's newsletter. You get access to our Discord lounge and so much more. So make sure to sign up for a diehard membership today. Of course, uh, Arizona Lottery holiday scratchers make the absolute perfect gift this holiday season. Whether you're a procrastinator like Mr. Friedman over here, or whether you're like me. <laughs> and you plan out ahead get yourself some stocking stuffers get yourself last minute gifts get yourself whatever you need they make a perfect gift this holiday season there's a scratchers for everyone on your list and they start out at just one dollar top prizes can uh, reach up to half a million dollars so what better gift is there than giving someone potentially a half a million dollars go out and buy your holiday scratchers today uh, also check out our friends at hero bread they make bread that is uh, of course, just as delicious as some of the alternative, the good breads, you know, there's those breads out there, the, the ones we love, but they are just not nearly as good for us uh, as far as dietary restrictions are concerned and health needs. So uh, Hero Bread makes the same kind of delicious bread, but they do it better than any of their other competitor. Uh, they obviously offer uh, high fiber options. They offer ultra low net carb options, zero sugar and more. And again, they're still fluffy, still bread, still tastes delicious. So check them out. Available at Hero.co or on Amazon. Right now, Hero Bread is offering our listeners 10% off their first order. Just go to Hero.co and use code PHNX to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10%. Um, all right. Well, we got... We know you got you've been doing some great things here in the community in the valley. We we saw some signings you did. We also know that you were uh, uh, doing some work with the give a bank. give a, a postseason yeah. jersey away. It was yeah. a, a raffle um, raising money for St. Mary's yeah. Food yes. Bank. You know, the, uh, the winners yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I posted that, and for me, I, I just felt like you know I collect so much stuff throughout the season, and um, I I I wanted a few things, obviously, and. Um, with the World Series and like the postseason and stuff, um, I, I just felt like I wanted to give something back. Um, I didn't know how, and um, I got in touch with with the D-backs organization, and um, you know we raised some money for a good cause, and um, you know families got to have Thanksgiving, I guess, here in the valley. So yeah, St. Mary's know. was doing some great stuff with like uh, well, like opposing cities doing yeah. well, whatever you guys were playing in the playoffs and stuff like that. So yeah, it was fun to see them. It was do that. It, it was cool, and I, I just felt like you know it was the right time to Thanksgiving rolling around, and um, you know I know we didn't win the World Series, but you know I I felt like you know this was a it was a cool moment, and um, you know someone gets a chance to you know wear 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 one of my jerseys, so. Yeah. I wanted to ask you that, about that briefly because I know we didn't really talk about it, and I just want to get your thoughts. It it seems like obviously the end result wasn't desirable. Like you want to go, you want to win the championship, but mm -hmm. uh, is there something you guys take away? Obviously, from you know, kind of the unexpected run. And again, like I'm sure you guys have all the confidence throughout the season about getting to the playoffs and and whatever happens once you're there. Obviously, you guys prove that right that, that yeah. as long as you get in you can make something happen but it just it felt like even though you know you guys didn't win the world series like it was still just such a a wonderful accomplishment that mm -hmm. you guys were able to do what you did in in, in the postseason with yeah. all of those kind of pre preconceived expectations yeah it was special um 
you know, I, I think in left center they have, you know, uh, you know, all the little pennants, I guess, like yeah. for the organization. And, um, yeah, I mean, one World Series championship, which is pretty special. Um, but, you know, we're going to be adding a National League championship banner, I guess. And yes. yeah. um, that's that's super unique. And it, it's, you know, the D-backs are, I guess, like a young organization. But I just felt like, you know, that, that this – However far we went, it was a huge accomplishment. And it's just like the more we kept moving on and, um, you know, getting to the World Series, um, you just you can't take that stuff away. Um, And no one no one can ever say that you didn't play on the biggest stage or you, um, you know, didn't I don't know, do do what you wanted to, I guess. But, yeah, everybody's goal is to win a World Series. I I think we're hungry for more. At least I am. Yeah. Um, And. I think we've got bright future ahead of us. So, um, who, who knows what happens? You know, I I, I don't want to put that on our on our belt that we're going to win the World Series, but sure. I think we're we can definitely compete with the best. It's definitely exciting because yeah, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like you know a lot of times when you have a team do this like, all right, this was this was a year they yeah. have to do something next year. Like it, it like there's a sense of urgency. <laughs> sure. It feels like your guys' window just opened and that this team. Uh, can be exciting and fun to watch and competitive for for a number of years to come. Yeah, I I just it, it starts at the top. Um, you know, you got Gallon and Merrill, right? Yeah, you got two horses. Um, and then I think honestly, I, I I can say it now. I think we got one of the best players in baseball. I think Corbin Carroll is that guy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And you know, unbelievable teammate. Um, and he's so young and he wants to learn. And he wants to get better and. Um, and then you got other pieces around too, like, you know, Alec Thomas, uh, Perdomo. Um, and then like, yeah, it's just, like I said, there's a lot, there's a blend of young guys and veteran guys. Sometimes, you know, as veteran guys, like we got to put the young guys in our, in their place in time, but you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Right. But, uh, I, I just feel like, you know, I feel like we got, we can run it back again and, um, who knows what the end result is. So got to, got to finish up with some fun stuff here. Uh, we've had some, some very spirited, uh, Phoenix versus Tucson, uh, conversation. <laughs> I'm in hostile territory up here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. so, uh, I, I certainly would never have slandered Tucson on the show, but I have to, <laughs> I have to get your opinion on what it, what it was like spending some time there versus being up here now. It was great. Um, I mean, I was there for a year, um, when I transferred, but, uh, I, when I went to school there, it was, it was so fun. I I thought the campus was great. Um, and you know, I lived, it was about like 10 minutes from campus, but, um, I, you know, I live up here now, so it's a little different, but, um, I think when I went to school there, it it was one of the best experiences I've had just because, you know, you kind of get a little everything, big sports programs. Um, you know, they've had, you know, history obviously with the basketball program and, now, now the football program is making a little run this year, which is there nice. You go. There and you go. Uh, I, I just, I, I really enjoyed my time there. And, uh, you know, I still try and keep in touch with a lot of guys down there. So the, the Phoenix, the city better than Tucson, the city, right? Can I got Can we all oh, agree oh, here? Man. There's, there's perks <laughs> with both. Yeah. I, okay. uh, all right. Fair enough. I like the foot. <laughs> I like the foothills out there. You can, you can go hike Mount Lemons. Mount Lemons, beautiful. Mount Lemons, um, yeah. Very and, true. Uh, but yeah, people uh, people are always gonna riff with me about like Tucson. I'm like, look, you know, <laughs> I live in Phoenix now. All right, like I guess I, I jump ship. But uh, yeah, no, it's 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 it's. I loved it there though. 
All right, I got a couple of rapid fire questions for you. Um, we're, we're titling this "Who in the Clubhouse Would." So I want to tr- check who <laughs> oh, in the clubhouse God. would you trust to cook for you? Is, oh, there, is there anybody yeah, that's a yeah yeah yeah? Um, I'd love to talk shop with him more, Christian Walker. Yes, that's yeah. very believable. That's I've, very I believable. Haven't, I, haven't, I haven't uh, had a sit down conversation with him, but. Uh, <laughs> He, uh, he's from South Carolina or he lives out there and he loves to barbecue. So I'm sure he's got some, some recipes with yes. barbecue. Yes. Um, yeah, he, he would be my go-to. All right. Who in the clubhouse would you trust to share your Amazon account with? <laughs> That's a lot of privacy. There's yeah, a lot of, right? there's a lot uh, of secret <laughs> share when you share a pri- Amazon account. Um, Amazon. I, I guess I'm biased with pitchers. Um, That's fine. That's allowed here. <laughs> I'd probably go Joe Manaply. Yeah, all I right. think Joe. All I think right. Joe. I think Joe's good with that stuff. Solid, uh, trustworthy guy. Yeah, for like sure. like you know, any little stuff he's he's uh, he's aware of. So that's yeah. awesome. All right, uh, who in the clubhouse are you paying a two drink minimum to see see do stand up comedy? Who is oh, who is going to get up man. on the stage and um, rock it? As far as the jokes are concerned. <laughs> Now, now if I see him, I'm going to like, I'll have to say something to him, but, uh, I like, uh, oh man, there's so many like interesting dynamics in the clubhouse. Like different guys have different sense of humor. Um, <laughs> but, uh, that's true. We, we've determined gosh. that, uh, uh, Damon and I's sense of humor do not link up with Jesse's. I think I, that's no, a hard never. question. That's yeah. a hard question. I, uh, like different guys have different sense of humor. I, I think one of the funnier guys, I won't say he'll do stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. Scott McGuff's very funny. Oh, my funny. gosh. All right. Yeah. Let's go. I, 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 <laughs> That's me amazing. and him, we're locker mates, so we banner back and forth yeah. with stuff. But, uh, yeah, he's he's one of the more funnier ones for sure. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we had a lot of fun watching you this year, man. And, Thank I mean, you. we were very much looking forward to what this team does in 2024. But uh, we know you need some time away to get away. We're going to let you get out of here so you can go enjoy yeah. this very short offseason. This offseason is very yeah, short. Yeah, like, is that, is that, is that been uh, like, We're that complaining a good about it, too. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I think it's a mindset thing, yeah. for sure. Um, you definitely need to, like, take some time off uh with this and so (laughs) for me i need to like turn off for a little bit and just you know enjoy enjoy my uh freedom for the little time i get there you go there you go well we want you to do that and we appreciate you so much for stopping by of course we appreciate you guys for stopping by uh make sure of course you check out all of our partners but of course this holiday season a great gift is to check out our friends at shady rays uh it's premium polarized sunglasses that are built to last Uh, they are just as good as expensive sunglasses without the extremely expensive cost they also offer the most insane uh protection plan in all of eyewear Uh, if you lose or break your Uh, Shady Rays, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. They have your back long after you purchase. Uh, Of course, you can shop their location here in town at Carolyn Commons. And if you do not love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them or return them for free within 30 days. No risk at all when you shop. Right now, Shady Rays is currently in the biggest sale of the year for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all of that. Don't miss out on the best deals for shades, snow goggles, and prescription sunglasses. Go to ShadyRays.com and try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And again, I know this time of the year you're spending a lot of money, and a good place to make sure your money is located is that Desert Financial Credit Union. 
For 84 years, Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union. Uh, they got me started on my home ownership journey, and they can get you started as well. Look to Desert Financial for checking in savings accounts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, investment options, and more. You can join them today. You can join a credit union that is committed to giving back to the community and sharing success with its members. When you open a free checking account online, get $200 in bonuses. Get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. And who can't use a free $200 right now. So make sure to check them out. Uh, again, we thank you guys so much for stopping by. We appreciate you. We appreciate this guy more than that. We appreciate him. <laughs> well, you guys are here all the time. He's a special guest. But of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Uh, Kevin is on Instagram at Ginks37 there if you want to follow him. Of course, uh, the people's producer, Damon, he is at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G. Uh, we do this thing where we bark uh, at the... We're all Damon's dogs, and you are now initiated at dog, Damon Dog. dog. <laughs> so uh, right. we, we're all Damon's all dogs. Right. So you just can bark in your own way. Just roof, roof. Bark, okay, guys? bark. Bark, bark. Go. All right. Everybody barking in. All right. But well, we appreciate you guys, of course, for being here. Uh, of course, make sure uh, to stop back by tomorrow. Uh, I'm going on vacation for one single day, but Jesse will be here holding it down with Patrick Lyons tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow our account at PHNX underscore DBACs, but all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you again for stopping by. We appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you're Kevin Ginkle. <laughs>